0: And hello and welcome everyone to the Comic Multiverse where the worlds of nerd meet. It's Saturday night again, Matt, for another week and we're here talking comics, talking games, talking about whatever really, whatever whatever sparks joy as Marie Kondo would say. Does this show spark joy? Everyone listening? I hope the answer is yes.
1: I hope it is. If not, we'll have The Rock come in and, you know, take over mm. and he'll sort <laughs> everything out. He'll, he'll take both our roles on the yeah, screen really.
0: and we'll have well, to shake know,
1: he- his hand and 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 just just let him pl- placate to him and everything, yeah. <sighs>
0: well inside we're dying just a little bit man that would be hilarious the rock comes in shut your mouth and know your roles jabronis matt and joel this is my show now and we're going all the way to wrestlemania <laughs> but you have but you haven't been around you've been in hollywood yeah but the black adam didn't do what i needed it to do so time to take over this business with like a seat on the board of directors that i also occasionally use so i could wrestle my cousin <laughs> and also uh what is it vince mcmahon might actually be getting in trouble for real deal sex trafficking yeah (laughs) i
1: saw that that. yeah jesus christ
0: that's pretty fucked up and uh brock lesnar is apparently also mentioned in the incriminating Uh text messages too so he just left is the funny thing brock (laughs) lesnar yeah i'm not gonna do the royal rumble this year in fact i might be retiring from wrestling completely and i'm like yeah i wonder why (laughs) oh my god how uh, how awkward must it have been when he got home to his wife Sable what did his wife have to say <laughs> you did what with who <laughs> let's just say piss was involved <laughs> that's that, that that that's not a joke either that's not me being like oh Joel's saying piss cuz it's a stand-in for something else it is not <laughs> <laughs> everything everything you think about rich assholes and their deviancy is apparently 100 true oh,
1: absolutely <laughs> I, I, if anything it's it's what you're thinking is like tamer than than what absolutely. they do
0: <laughs> is uh is that why uh the mcmahons and the trumps have been friends for so long i wonder yeah i wonder is that uh, is that why they get along so well <laughs> mm-hmm uh how's your week been matt on happier news
1: Uh, it's it's been good i took a little bit of a break from comic books at the start of the week just because i had some other stuff i needed to get to and just needed to focus on that but so i've only been getting to them in the last couple of days or so and um i've also been playing uh suicide squad as well
0: Mm -hmm. yes we'll be have a chance to talk about that later i didn't get it but i knew you were gonna play and it actually dovetails pretty nicely with a piece of news that we had here yes Uh, Actually, hey, speaking of news, uh, big ups to Christian, the fan who recognized me at uh, Taco Bell. that that never happens especially when i'm so close to home when i was genuinely shocked and he only said it when he was leaving <laughs> so you know good good on you again you, you could have come up and chatted with me it was totally fine and everything i know people aren't sure what they're supposed to do in that situation and he uh, he got the full joel experience too because it was laundry day so i was wearing a tracksuit and i had my hat down and everything <laughs> You got the full Joel on that one as I debased myself at Taco Bell for cheesy gorditas and Doritos Locos Tacos. (laughs) Me where it's like, oh, the munchies are hitting. Where should I go? South of the border, that's where. (laughs) (laughs) And indeed, I went there and then later I ate so many. (laughs) People are always saying like oh I can't eat Taco Bell it gives you diarrhea. It doesn't give me diarrhea. Maybe I'm just built different. Maybe my body's just used to it at this point. <laughs> that's that that's my new stance I'm taking. Pfft, Taco Bell gives you diarrhea. Maybe if you're a coward
1: is is, is your lower intestine a coward
0: (laughs) yeah really need to work it out man my lower intestine is made of fucking steel at this point man i mean a breeze could knock me over and if you say a mean word to me i might cry but my lower intestine's stronger than anything (laughs) forged in fire and by fire i mean the fire sauce (laughs) num 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 so that's the kind of week i've been having (laughs) But yes, that's uh, that lets people know if you see me in public, you can say hello. I, I will chat with you. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, we want to hop into the news this week, Matt. There was admittedly not a ton.
1: No, there wasn't.
0: But you know what, that's fine. I'm fine with a lighter week. Uh in fact, this is we were talking about this before we started. I think this is the first week, and I don't even know how long where we, we actually read all the books we bought.
1: I know, right? Yeah.
0: That never happens anymore. These freaking events have really stopped me up
1: yes yeah we're, we're, we're just south of uh event week now all the mm-hmm. events are sort of starting to dry up until at least probably april i think
0: yeah until they start up again well i mean we're gonna have that uh avengers vampire event at some point
1: i don't think that's going to be as big as it's it, it's kind of being advertised as it's gonna be a couple of issues i think
0: no, it, no, it looks like it's just going to be in the Avengers book and the Blade book, which I hear Blade is good. Mm-hmm. And I dropped off Avengers, not not because I hated it, but just because it was kind of slow.
1: It was, it was doing, like, I I'm, I remember we said it when we were talking about it. It was taking like five issues to tell a two issue story and yeah, yeah
0: where it's like these are good but you could have done these in half the time and I have to wonder is that a Jed McKay thing or is that a thing from Marvel where they're like no nah, no nah, nah, Avengers books sell really good as trade paperbacks stretch these out you know yeah. make all of these a volume
1: cut, cut the cut the issue, uh, story up and everything yeah
0: yeah I wonder uh, but yeah, starting things off here, we have, uh, Rodney Barnes is going to be penning the first ever solo Ahsoka comic book series for Star Wars, and I think that's pretty goddamn cool.
1: Yeah, it's just an adaptation of the, the season one of the show.
0: Oh, is that all it is? I thought yeah. it was more than that. Nah, no. Nah,
1: nah. And, 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 and they, I, I, I saw some of the Mandalorian stuff, they just basically just paint the, and draw the, like, scenes from the show, basically. Yeah, don't, I don't add say, anything new in or anything, no.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, because, like, well, what is up with some of these comic book adaptations? I feel like that's a bit of investigative journalism we should do. I know Game of Thrones had it forever. Mm-hmm. They had comic book adaptations, and I'm like, well, are these better or worse than the book? Do they follow the book or the show? obviously mandalorian got it as you said who who are these for these comic book adaptations where it's like you've already seen the show now you want to see I, it in paper form? i
1: i honestly question that because i felt like yeah when the mandalorian was getting when season one of the mandalorian was getting it, i thought oh maybe we'll they'll have like an adventure in between or something but yeah or no, the
0: adventures before he met grove every
1: issue is just like whatever is like episode one episode two episode three and it's yeah it's just it's really weird i don't know who these are for
0: Yeah. Oh, my parents don't let me watch TV for it is much too (laughs) sinful, but I'm allowed to read this book.
1: I'm allowed to read comic books, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, maybe. Again, is that, like, a big enough market? I truly wonder.
1: I have to assume it's for, like like, people who just collect comics, or, like... Maybe. Yeah,
0: it's strange. Because, like, you figure if it was an adaptation, it would be different. Even even novelizations of movies sometimes, they go mm-hmm. in some different directions. With yes. it, you know, they add maybe a different scene here or there. Maybe they change some context around. In a comic, you can't really do that as much.
1: No, no, you, you can't at all. They, it, and it's even stranger because, like, they've got these. And then they've also got... um They've been doing the this Thrawn comic where it's basically adapting uh the newest uh timothy zahn novels of thrawn um right into yeah. into comics and like okay that makes sense
0: that it makes does, sense yeah because now we got pictures and actually hey i might actually check those out because i've always wanted they're to good. uh yeah exactly because like I, re- I read the first timothy zahn book when i was like really young and i'm like oh this is cool and i always meant to go back and read more and now that they're a comic that would actually be a really fun way to do it and revisit it yeah more more of that maybe mm more more of that yeah even the game of thrones things where it's like okay well maybe their comic counterpart will look more like as they're described in the book even than as they are in the show because i know they made some changes here (laughs) and there i don't even know how far those game of thrones comics got i
1: i i had never even known they did comics for it
0: i knew they were on the shelf yeah as the chat is saying yeah rodney barnes killadelphia is an amazing book they need to give him a star wars book at this point maybe that's what it is maybe this is like his audition for <laughs> where it's like look if you do really well with this ahsoka adaptation we'll give you your own project i i keep meaning to read killadelphia because i keep hearing amazing yeah. things from it and it's and it's also more connected to the image universe now than ever like spawn and savage dragon showed up in an issue i know
1: right? yeah, the problem is it's like it's so deep in it's like what 30? 30 odd issues in
0: something like that, which yeah. isn't much for an image series, but for us who, you know, our, <laughs> our time is very spoken for and we got to read like eight, ten books a week. <laughs> I, I said it before, but it bears repeating, man, our job as comic book people is really keeping us from our hobby of reading comics. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Again, I keep saying I need a long flight, a decent length vacation, or a long prison sentence. If I need to catch up <laughs> on all my books, <laughs> Which, goddamn, I'm sure I'd be very popular in prison with all the comics I'm reading. Hey, that guy's reading comics. He must be a sex offender. Get up. No, I'm not. I'm just a nerd. I don't know, man. With that that build and that chin beard, I don't think so.
1: These are comics, not manga.
0: (laughs) Yeah, really. There's a difference. Come on. Yeah, we're prisoners. If we knew the difference to things, we wouldn't be in here. (laughs) If we knew nuance, we wouldn't have gotten caught. That's how it's done uh people in the chat saying uh, they're replaying like a dragon because uh, oh yeah we got a new yakuza game this week i that's another thing i love the yakuza games i am so behind on them and mm-hmm. i need to catch up
1: is the the the, the new one out is that's that's the one where they replaced uh what's his name's voice actor with that terrible terrible fucking twitter youtube voice actor isn't it
0: yeah you uh, you told me about that last week i had yeah. no idea they had pulled that i went and listened to what kiryu sounds like in the new game and a whole it's shit, bad isn't were it? right it's bad oh my god! if you gave me a mic right now i would give you a better performance and i am not an actor it, i know nothing about inflection
1: it's bad it's really bad
0: like was the dude popular enough that they were willing <laughs> to do that to such a beloved character well from
1: what i understand because it's it's young yi who voices him now and he's like from what i've seen he was like big on like youtube and twitter and everything and right. i don't know how he got i think he was like a an actual voice actor but like that's where i know him from and yeah. and yeah they, he somehow got the role and no one fucking likes it and uh he's taking that very very well uh, he's not but cause i he's can only imagine blocking anyone who he criticizes him and everything but yeah
0: it's su- such a weird evolution for the yakuza series because the first one on the ps2 had an English dub that's actually pretty good because yeah. you get like Bill Bill Farmer and Mark Hamill and mm-hmm. Michael Madsen turning in weirdly interesting performances. Then everyone from like two to six, no English at all in any of it. It's all Japanese. Mm-hmm. You got to read the subtitles. Then in the Judgment games, they start screwing around with it. They're like, okay, well, this will actually have an English dub. And then by the time we actually get to uh, Like a Dragon, uh, the new one, uh, where it's not even yakuza anymore it's like a dragon so they actually go using the japanese naming then we start getting english voice casts, and the original like a dragon was pretty good and then they make weird ass changes here in this one did a uh, did a uh, what is it like a dragon man who erased his name did that have an english dub i don't know i don't know either very weird yeah. very freaking weird choices for this i i guess they figured they'd reach a bigger audience if it was in english and if they did stunt casting it would reach I, a bigger audience i think
1: that's the idea behind this but it backfired spectacularly just because the guy doesn't sound anything like kiru and like he's not a very good voice actor to begin with
0: and like again you're not going to sound 100 percent like the original Kiryu, no. that's fine but but at least do your own thing with it mm, yeah yeah Like, hell, again, the the guy from the first Yakuza game, actually not too bad. What's what's he been up to, that guy? (laughs) That would have been hilarious casting if they actually got that dude back all these years later. He's probably as old as Kiryu is now. Yeah. That would have been perfect uh but yeah hey speaking of casting and we were millie alcock has actually been cast as supergirl for the upcoming dcu the new dcu i guess we have to call it because no one has named it yet so let's take that upon ourselves to call it the new (laughs) dcu
1: yeah yeah perfect casting
0: I have not seen House of the Dragon yet. I kind of put it off, but she definitely looks the part and everyone seems happy she, about it. So I'm happy about she's it.
1: She's fantastic in, uh, in in House of the Dragon. And I'm also happy, too, because she's Australian.
0: Hey, there you go. Finally, the House of L, <laughs> as they have always been meant to be. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's super cool that they are like being like, no, 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 Supergirl is going to be a big part of our new DC universe. We're going to adapt this really good Tom King book because mm. we think it would be perfect for a movie.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I'm really looking forward to seeing how they're going to do that book because, yeah, it's it's a really different book from what you us- usually see with Supergirl.
0: Absolutely. Oh, Mason W. is saying they patched in an English dub for Guide and Interesting, so it didn't have one at launch, but it got it later. Hmm very interesting and and does he voice him in that too because obviously that's like new new old (laughs) kirio which is so fucking weird to say new old (laughs) kirio but yeah so this seems like good casting and uh uh, james gunn was quick to say okay now just because we've cast supergirl don't expect to see her in superman legacy though the supergirl movie Mm -hmm. is still a ways out
1: yeah yeah they're just getting ahead of the curve which isn't it nice to see dc actually like having a plan very they're not just like waiting until a movie comes out before they move on to whatever the next thing will be and reacting to what's happening I actually have a no, plan yeah, in, in place
0: yeah they're locking people down it looks like they're planning for the future and goddamn god must be under so much fucking pressure now to have to do all of this yeah. do all this casting work on the tv side of things because they're still doing peacemaker and i'm sure assumedly work on his other projects as well
1: I assume so, yeah, and I think this month, uh, Superman Legacy starts filming.
0: Pardon. Oh shit. Oh, and uh, the chat is saying that yes, Young does actually voice Kiryu in Guide into. Oh, oh man. <laughs> oh, no. It'd be one thing if he wasn't the main character. Another thing where he is the main character. <laughs> <laughs> actually, all those Yakuza games and Judgment games are on sale now on the PlayStation Network till at least the fifteenth. I noticed.
1: They are yes
0: which i'm thinking i need to catch up on some of those i played one two zero the kiwamis i didn't i started five i never finished five and i never played six so i'm like two behind in the main series
1: i played both the kiwamis uh zero part part of zero and some of like a dragon
0: yeah still still a good cross-section yeah i'm a completionist yeah yeah i'm a weirdo completion. oh oh and i played the fucked up zombie game that's not in continuity and that no one remembers anymore
1: Ah, uh, yeah i remember that one yeah
0: yakuza dead souls which was technically the first time you got to play as majima <laughs> so there you go so there's one on my nerd cred i love they re-released and remastered all these games are you gonna re-release uh dead souls now
1: no yeah no no that's not happening
0: <laughs> it it was also just not very good yeah <laughs> on top of everything else like it was just not very good the melee combat did not lend itself well to zombie shooter like nah. not at all no nah. not not even a little bit uh what what was i saying uh Oh yeah, the James Gunn man. That dude's got to be under so much pressure now, and you're hearing all this stuff of like, oh, you know, superhero movies. They're you know bringing in uh lower and lower box offices every time. So I'm sure he's got executives and everyone breathing down his neck, being like, this better be fucking good, Guardian boy. You better bring it all back. <laughs>
1: I'm sure. I'm sure his Superman film's going to do just fine.
0: <laughs> I'm sure it will do. Yeah. Because it's Superman, and Superman and Batman usually always do good, even just on the merit of being Superman and Batman. And not
1: only that, it'll be like a proper Superman as well. It won't be whatever fucking Zack Snyder was doing.
0: Yes, whatever he was on during that whole period, which will be very interesting to see. You know, is is the world ready for a Superman who will be a nice guy, I wonder?
1: It was about fucking time.
0: I know, right? God. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, speaking of uh, the DCU and everything, did you hear uh, the numbers were in for uh, Mac streaming? Again, I still want to call it HBO Mac streaming. And the three biggest, most watched shows were all animated.
1: Yeah, that's pretty cool.
0: Scavengers Reign, that new Adventure Time show, and uh, Superman and uh, Lois, or uh, My Adventures with Superman.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm glad that one did really well.
0: Very much so, and hey, that was a show where Superman was just a good, nice guy, and everyone mm. really seemed to dig it.
1: Everyone, yeah, when it was coming out weekly, everyone really seemed to like seeing this they Superman. Did. And it was like a cool, like, adaptation where, like, they changed things, that, mm. but change it so that it it still makes sense within the, the lore of the character.
0: Yeah, they made it very accessible, they updated it for modern audiences, gave it an anime spin, and put it on in a good fucking time slot, is yeah. the other thing. Yeah. On a network people watched on Adult Swim at a good time and it felt like people really found it organically and really kind of flocked to it organically. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Which isn't that nice? It is. It is nice and I hope this Superman movie uh, goes the same way. Uh, Speaking of movies, one comic book, well actually no I guess they're both comic books. But uh, Matthew Vaughn says that Kick-Ass, the reboot that we had mentioned in a previous episode and Kingsman 3 are apparently all ready to go. Uh, is that like a threat yeah i know right are, are you sure matthew are you sure now <laughs> they're re- now they're ready to go they're fucking ready to go <laughs> now nah, nah, i i like the first two kick-ass movies a lot mm. i enjoy the first kingsman the second one is fine maybe even a little unfairly malign the prequel wow that prequel holy shit
1: <laughs> <laughs> a prequel like i don't understand why he decided to make a prequel
0: yeah the definition of unnecessary yeah. a couple really cool action scenes mm. stretched over a truly forgettable unnecessary movie
1: you just like that's like most of matthew vaughn's career like a cool action scene and then like the story's kind of sort of built around that stretched around it
0: yeah oh did you see argyle this week matt no ah <laughs> <laughs> i already know the fucking yeah. w-
1: fucking woman's the fucking spy it's, it, 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 oh sh- yeah i don't care
0: <laughs> which which uh that's not a spoiler actually because that was in the original uh yep. film treatment yep. that when the movie first got announced so that's yep. actually not so the big spoiler that they told you protect the spoiler don't say they spoiled it themselves actually when the movie was first announced yeah. and they just hoped people would have forgotten also if you've ever seen a movie in your life it's pretty fucking obvious yeah yeah it's pretty obvious that that's the way it would go about it But uh, yeah, so uh, he says the new one's coming out. I mean, again, I like the first two kick-ass movies. It would be interesting to see what they would do with the reboot because Millar even did kind of try and reboot it himself to less acclaim. But it always feels like Millar's work gets adapted into better movies anyway.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I would like to see them actually do something like good. (laughs) (laughs) who <laughs> with kick kick ass for a change like something maybe you just need someone other than matthew vaughn to direct because like i feel like, like he did like his two movies let's see what someone else will do with it hmm.
0: give it to someone else to give yeah. it a try man might be a... and kingsman as well i'm like well what are you going to do next after this feels like you basically said everything you needed to say on yeah. the material in the first two
1: yeah no it's really funny because he set up the world in the first one and instead of in the second one instead of like expanding it and exploring it he like teared it all down and like kind of reset it.
0: Oh yeah, I, I kind of forgot that's what yeah, happened. Yeah, he like Kingsman destroys too, right? like
1: the Kingsman just to bring in the statesman and yeah, it's really weird.
0: And the statesman were supposed to get a spin-off movie and that never happened. No, no. Which is probably for the best. Uh Tevi asking opinions on uh Arkham Batman fans being mad with uh Suicide Squad kills the Justice. We'll get to that in a minute, Tevya, yeah. cuz Matt played the game and I didn't. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I promise we'll get to that. But yeah, so there you go. Uh, Matthew Vaughn says, kick ass and Kingsman 3 ready to go and coming soon. I wonder, was this before or after he saw the reviews for Argyle? He said this (laughs) is my question. Again, what's Argyle doing? I know the reviews haven't been great, but uh, what's the box office looking like? I I haven't
1: been paying attention to it. Honestly, didn't think it would come out yet.
0: It's it's also so fucking hard to like deal with the box office of anything now cuz damn near everything gets sent to streaming in a fucking month anyway.
1: Exactly, yeah.
0: Perfect example of uh, that beekeeper movie with Jason Statham. I'm like, yeah. well that looks fun. Maybe I'll go see that in the theater. Oh, it's out on streaming already. Well, that didn't take long at all. Well yeah, shit, I might I, I might have seen that. <laughs> I
1: watched that one as well and I it, it, it was pretty good. The, the, these are the type of films David A. should be making.
0: Yes, it's also maybe the best thing that uh, Jason Statham has been attached it to is. in a minute.
1: Yeah, yeah, he was actually really good in it.
0: He was. He's perfect for this material. I uh, I said it on Twitter in my little review there. This is the dumber, less insightful cousin to a movie like Nobody.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Or like, yeah, John because-
1: Wick or something. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because they're both desperately trying to be, you know, modern takes on that, like Charles Bronson, Death Wish, boomer aggrievement revenge fantasy. And while nobody kind of actually examines that and looks at the sad layers underneath it all, Beekeeper's like, no, but what if we just did it without examining any of it? And what if we all just found an enemy we all agree are truly detestable Silicon Valley shithead bros and hold people over the phone?
1: Yeah, yeah, M- my review of the film was like, what if kit boga had a gun yeah yeah, (laughs) that's basically what it is
0: (laughs) pretty much yeah, that's that sums it up. Uh, my favorite thing about it too is twice that movie sets up a character who's like, Oh, this is gonna be the heavy, this is gonna be the beekeeper's foil. I, yeah. And he kills them both very I, easily. And I'm like, oh that's interesting. I really like
1: that. Yeah, because the film looked like it was going in a really predictable way. It was like, oh, we've got the new beekeeper in and they're unstable mm-hmm. and they're gonna and it's gonna be like a slightly recognizable actor to like fight mm-hmm. Jason Statham. Oh, he he just like kills her straight away. Oh, there's this other guy, this Af- South African guy with, like, a yeah. fake leg. Oh, he just shoots him in the face and then stabs him a bunch of times.
0: Also, too, the movie is called The Beekeeper. He keeps bees. He doesn't kill a single person with bees in the whole I movie. I was really
1: disappointed at that.
0: Yeah, z- zero out of ten. And then I'm like, wow, I never thought a movie called The Beekeeper would end up having such restraint. Yeah. Yeah uh oh hey the chat was saying hey did you see the jeremy renner news i guess this just broke a couple days ago uh i guess he's doing better after his uh near death via snowplow and he says he's actually up for more avengers after it kind of looking like they had written him out where it's like okay time for hawkeye to ride off into the sunset now
1: yeah he, he, he well, he's he been back working uh for a while because he's doing that uh mayor kingstown show they put that on oh, like yeah, hold right. and now they've come back uh, to start shooting it again but yeah i guess he wants to come back to be avengers you has got medical bills to pay
0: yeah probably even when you're rich in america you're not as rich as you think when you get hurt <laughs> i can only imagine also i think he was going through a divorce too so i'm sure he lost half of everything on top of that
1: yeah yeah
0: we'll we'll see about that again they, they could always use a cameo <laughs> Again, I'm sure at some point there will be a big moment because they do it in the comics all the time where it's like, hey, we got the original lineup back together. We paid them an arm and a leg to get them all back.
1: Yeah, that's probably going to happen at some... That's the break glass when when yeah. box office returns hit below a certain amount.
0: Yeah, again, make a big deal about bringing them back. Are, are we already past the 20th anniversary? Has that already been a thing? Has that already come and gone, the 20th anniversary of Avengers? Uh... Or even the 10-year?
1: if not i think it's like coming up
0: yeah because usually that's when the comics do it they trudge uh trudge it out for like a big anniversary yeah 2012 so yeah, yeah i guess we're already past the 10 year
1: yeah oh yeah we had the 10 year yeah
0: yeah we're already past the 10 year so all right but well, mark our words now by 20 that'll be the thing <laughs> And yes, the chat is saying he should bring back his app. Definitely. Look, I'll I'll come back and do another Avengers, but only if all the other cast members download my app. (laughs) The Jeremy Renner app. It's the hot new thing. It's coming soon. (laughs) I mean, it's already here, but it's coming soon. Uh, Now, moving on from there, our last piece of news this week, which will actually dovetail into discussing Suicide Squad. uh, It was announced that apparently this is not actually Kevin Conroy's last Batman voice role, as many of us assumed. Apparently, before his untimely death, he had uh, recorded something for i believe the third of those crisis on infinite earth movies
1: yeah he's he's returning as uh batman the animated series batman and that and mo- most of us actually already knew this it was places like ign who have an axe to grind with this new game because they didn't get a review code um mm. uh just like incited all of this bullshit and they're getting into big trouble for it at the moment as well
0: i saw yeah, yeah. i saw absolutely. right they rightly the fucking
1: wind. so <laughs>
0: yeah the the winds are kind of turning against them at that and yeah i'll fully admit i bought it because they said it was yeah, his last the, one the
1: entire week or like since the game has come out they've been like bashing it and then they were like oh can we have a review code and like no you've been <laughs> nothing but mean to our game why would we give you a review code and they're like well we're we'll just gonna double down on it and doing this they've been e- even using ai art to like at, to like talk about the game so they've they've been going at it pretty fucking hard
0: well shit but yeah yeah, so uh, i didn't play the game you did i know i've watched a couple reviews there from people online and yeah they seem almost universally negative there but you you had a different take.
1: yeah i fucking loved it
0: yeah so you're enjoying you're having a good time yeah
1: i i read comic books and this is a game for comic book people because it is just Mm. filled with so much like the right the writing is good the writing is really good on these characters uh it's filled with loads of like comic book references and and things that have happened in the universe already it's it goes through the the arkham games themselves as part of the game where you actually go through the arkham games themselves
0: i did see that they had an arkham museum i'm like okay that's a nice touch Mm -hmm. this actually tells me that you guys do respect you know the heritage and you know the things that you've built in the past games because i know one of the big complaints going into this is like, oh. So you're just ditching everything from the Arkhamverse, huh? no. the combat Batman himself.
1: Well, no, I, I hate this idea that like, because the, the other games were that they, that every game after that set in that universe has to be that it has yeah. to be, you know, uh, a third person Batman game. No, it can be a shooter. It can be an RPG. It could be whatever it wants to be
0: now here's my question this was always my big bugbear going into it because you all i love the suicide squad they're one of my favorite teams mainly because they're so eclectic and everyone has a different gimmick there do the characters all play differently enough or do they all play fairly samey because to hear everyone else talk they play pretty samey
1: no they all play differently
0: they all have like because
1: you've got skill trees and they tell you like each skill tree is like for a different like 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 with like i played mainly deadshot and he's good with range combat and be, and because Naturally. he's got like the jetpack he can do like fuel dumps and stuff so he's like a um what do they call it in the game like a bomber character who does right. like 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 carpet bombings and stuff like that and then you've got king shark who's like your tank mm. he he does really good like melee damage with his his like right. meat meat cleavers and stuff and then obviously um uh captain boomerang is kind of like a roguish character where he's very f- very fast very like good at dodging and everything it's got a rain got the boomerang which is really fun to use the only character i didn't like was harley and that's right. mainly because Ooh. of a tra- traversal mod which is really shit
0: which is hilarious because she has inherited the grappling hook from yeah. the other arkham games yeah. and it, wor- it's not as it works good.
1: it works like like it like you can shoot it at like ledges and like do the overshoot thing and everything you can do all that except it just doesn't work with a character like harley it feels weird
0: and And also, once you have a jetpack, why would you not want to use the jetpack forever? Exactly. Exactly. You can't give me a jetpack and then tell me no jetpack. The general consensus too is, you know, the story, the voice acting, all of that is really Mm. good. You know, obviously you have lots of characters. You know, Tara Strong is back. Uh, Deborah Wilson as Mm -hmm. Amanda Waller that I was the most interested in because you know I'm a massive Amanda Waller fan and a massive Deborah Wilson fan. So that's just peanut butter and chocolate for me.
1: Yeah, she's perfect Waller in the game. It's exactly like Waller in the comic books is great.
0: And you can tell that she's interested in the role because she showed up to the Game Awards and full off
1: to him. <laughs> Yeah, yeah.
0: And she voices her in My Adventures with Superman, so I'm like, okay, so she's just the universe Waller now.
1: <laughs> yeah, she she likes doing this character.
0: Uh, uh, KT, I thought the game looked okay. I'm just skipping it because it came out the same month as Persona 3 and uh, FF7 uh, Rebirth there. Yeah, it had some stiff competition yeah. going into it for sure.
1: Yeah, no, that, that's totally understandable.
0: Yeah, and it's the stiff competition is going to keep going too, because uh, what is it? Uh, Dragons Dogma Two and Rise of Ronan come out on the same day too.
1: Yeah, in March, yes.
0: <laughs> yeah come on game company stop doing that give some breathing room people only have most people only have enough money to buy one come I, know, on, right?
1: I know right yeah <laughs>
0: for, for for the record i'm totally on rise of ronin though because anything that lets me fly with a japanese kite and anything yes. that just has has a dedicated pull out the gat button for anything <laughs> oh i'm in a sword fight what am i gonna do Gun. yeah God. yeah i'm just and, gonna shoot game, you in the face <laughs> Yeah, any game that just has a dedicated pull the pull out the strap, pull out the Thule <laughs> button—that's the one I'm going to do. No <laughs> offense, Dragon Seven. You're doing some cool fantasy thing. I never really played the first one, but it looks like you built on everything people liked. But you know, c- call me when you have guns. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> call me when you have black powder weapons. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> uh-huh. But uh, but yeah, Arkham. I-, I I know a lot of people were like. Uh, that they really liked the story but they found you know a lot of the uh mission modes like kind of repetitive and that you know there was too much stuff on the screen was that a problem for you at all or were you into it
1: well there's too much stuff in the screen that's like on them because there are settings you can just turn the hud off
0: that was my question too. Yeah. Where I'm like, God, I hope they give you the it's, ability it's to change that. Literally,
1: the when the game boots up, you you get like the like the brightness thing, and you change the brightness. Then it asks you, do you want to turn the HUD off? Or do you you can turn each individual part of the HUD off, so you can make it like oh. a minimal HUD and everything. They've thought of that. It's all that again. A lot of the stuff that comes from people hating this game are like small out of context clips you see on Twitter right like, like the big one was obviously batman's death and um yes yeah yes, I,
0: which was everywhere and i'm like yeah. even i knew i'm like look i'm not picking up the game when it comes out i'm not gonna watch this clip because i know this isn't telling me the full story i'm not. sure there's a mountain of context here that i'm not oh,
1: getting oh there absolutely is the biggest one being that uh it's not the real batman
0: of course yeah i mean is, uh, yeah.
1: because like none of these characters are the real quote-unquote justice league they're it's heavily 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 implied that they're clones
0: yeah the, the second they started doing like multiverse yeah. and the second it's like ooh, we're having mm-hmm. them do bad things i'm like there's clones that they're, they're clones there's no way that dc would sign yeah. off on this. this and this is the s- same dc that in the harley show wouldn't let them imply that batman you know gave catwoman oral, oral sex you think <laughs> that dc comics would be okay with batman killing people
1: not only that but the developers have come out and said that the idea is that in each of the seasons coming out um there will be a you'll be rescuing the justice league from brainiac so from the first one you'll be rescuing like you know green lantern then you know superman and they will go to the hall of justice and be there for you to like talk with and and everything that that was the i that's the idea behind it so again yeah it's just like little clips that people have taken way way out of context
0: so so they actually have a roadmap here i know uh oh, yeah. what is it someone said that every uh every month now moving forward there's going to be a different brainiac fight and everything mm-hmm. and that's kind of going to be the thing that keeps everything moving forward then you're going to get your dlc characters like joker and deathstroke and what mm-hmm. have you
1: yeah yeah the, the the brainiacs are really quite cool because obviously you go to like a different earth to fight because all the brainiacs have gotten together to to subjugate earth across the multiverse Mm, and you go to the brainiacs and and you go to each one and each one is uh has like a different power so like the one the first one you fight is taken on the speed force and Mm. it's brainiac with the speed force so you've got to fight him like you fought fought the flash in the game and use uh reverse speed force to defeat him right and that's the thing when you fight these villains when you fight the justice league you're not just like standing there shooting at them you've got to like oh we're fighting green lantern we've got to go to like batman's hideout and get like a yellow lantern power battery and oh we're fighting superman we've got to use gold kryptonite
0: i i did hear people say the green lantern fight was the best one
1: it's pretty fucking cool
0: I did hear that, and that for Batman, when you fight him, they're sure to to put you on the other side of the Arkham game, basically, where you got to run around in the dark and be a thug and watch th- out for gargoyles. Well, you fight
1: Batman twice, you do that, and then there's another one where you're put on the other side of a Scarecrow fear toxin uh, uh... thing, where Batman takes on the role uh, of Scarecrow and becomes the Demon Bat.
0: Interesting. So again, so what I'm kind of hearing here is that there's actually a lot of really good stuff in the game. Mm. If you're willing to deal with some of the more, you know, online things. Online things. The more always online things. And we even said this before where it's like, look, you know, there was always going to be a reckoning for always online games. There was always going to be a reckoning for games that people feel is predatory when it comes to their multiple different currencies and everything there. And it's just kind of interesting that this ended up being the game that kind of the straw that broke the camel's back and kind of became the whipping boy for Mm -hmm. all of these problems, which are still problems in the industry, but it's just funny it ended up being this one.
1: Yeah, which is really strange because like, you look at those other games that came out, especially Marvel's Avengers, because that's what it's getting compared to, for good reason, you know, two superhero games and everything. That one launched with, like, fuck all content. I remember because I was playing it when it launched.
0: Fuck all content
1: out of the story mode. Fuck all. This one actually launched with, like, a real decent amount of endgame content.
0: Right. Which, again, hey, as we... Yeah. you and i even said for the avengers game it's like man you know the story and the characters and everything here actually pretty good it's just a shame that it failed at being a live service yeah. game which is what it wanted i to finished be. the
1: story what like what do you want me to do now like
0: oh, there's nothing wait to for keep... the dlc now i'm good
1: yeah exactly and and you had to wait a long time for the dlc that the new the dlc for the suicide squad comes out next month
0: oh well that's good yeah as we said before too well it kind of sucks the whole you know predatory always online freemium currency everything it sucks when it's done badly but as we've seen with stuff like you know fortnite and even call of duty and everything when you do it right and you hit the right dopamine receptors for Mm -hmm. people they're going to be more you know okay with it and more you know amenable to it and you have to wonder will suicide squad be one of those games that does it but does it right
1: i i was checking because i hadn't Th- through my entire run i hadn't like checked the store because it's got like a store right. It's an online game and like compared to other games it's like really like it's not in your face at all they don't tell you tell you keep go to the store go to the store do this and you go to the store and it's just like oh it's just outfits it's just some mm. just some outfits that's it
0: now i have to wonder because obviously you know when people reacted so negatively to the game the first time they kind of like took it uh, away for a couple months to rework it and everything Mm. i have to wonder what did the game look like before that i have to wonder what Mm. were the actual things that they changed is my uh thing
1: i would have to say that they they, they probably added content in (laughs) that's what i think god
0: hoping god hoping they did yeah well, it's nice to hear a different take, Matt. I'm glad to hear you're having fun with it. And honestly, you're kind of softening me on it now. Maybe when it actually comes down in price and I have some free time, I'll check it out. Did, did you play co-op with anyone? Because obviously that's the whole big thing, getting to play with a friend. I,
1: I didn't, but I'm I'm going to now that I'm, because I just wanted to finish the story. Um. Uh, but now that I'm finished the story and go, going into like end game content with all these Brainiac raids, I'm going to definitely play with some other people.
0: Christ, I'm shocked uh, we didn't jump on that. That should have been a thing because I could write it off as a business expense. Look, we're playing. We're seeing for ourselves. Look, look, look.
1: (laughs) I'm I'm sure you'll be able to pick it up pretty cheap pretty quickly.
0: Yeah, I think I will be too. (laughs) Well, all right then. So that's the news, everyone, this week. Not a hell of a lot happened, but with that, we can hop into what we read. And like we said, we actually got a lot of good reading done this week. We did, yes. Uh, Should we start with Beast World, which was the big event finale this week?
1: Yes, we should.
0: Sure. Uh, So yeah, big bombastic finale that I enjoyed very much, answered a lot of questions, left the door open for new stuff, and uh, basically ended with like, hey, if you want to see where this goes, be sure to pick up uh, Taylor's Titans book. We promise it's really good.
1: (laughs) See, see, I I don't know how to feel about this book because like, it felt very rushed in the end like we've got to deal with all of this we've got one more issue and we've got to deal with all this stuff that should have been dealt with probably two
0: issues ago it you know what it was it's the big the big beast problem the thing they built up ultimately in the end didn't end up being that big a problem at all
1: yeah yeah, like all through the book they keep going about we've got to find a cure got to find a cure well how are we going to cure these people and it's like oh we'll just like put a powered person in front of these people and the 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 parasite will come out and it's like why did it take you six issues to figure that out when in the first uh world tour metropolis tie-in they figured that out like bibbo figured that out (laughs)
0: <laughs> I mean, I guess the big problem is, is they just didn't know how to corral everyone while also trying to protect themselves and stop Waller from murdering them. I do like Waller got them to step into a trap by dealing with the drone army. Mm-hmm. But Waller also steps into the Titans trap by corralling all the people with beast sickness so the heroes could cure them. hmm. <laughs> that's funny it's a it's like they were playing uno and they were both throwing down the reverse card <laughs> i i
1: i really loved um nightwing's talk with the president though um yeah, just because good. it mirrors what taylor did in injustice with batman oh. whereas in oh, ba- batman went to the president and he like threatened the president and was really paranoid and like all, like basically almost saying like he owns the president and everything yeah whereas here nightwing actually went to him just to talk with him and wants to even reveal his secret identity to him to make him trust him i thought that was yeah, a yeah, nice yeah. like inverse of each other
0: i i love that it's still nameless faceless president because uh, <laughs> god forbid uh, they actually reflect any real world politicians <laughs> <laughs> which uh, is funny too the president's like hey man i hate waller as much as anybody man let's work together <laughs> you and me let's show that stone cold bitch who's boss right me (laughs) because you never see that to a story where the president was also what was like pretty down and a pretty good bro with no 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 man i don't want to see your face i love secrets i'm the president just ask me about mk ultra sometime (laughs) ask me about the secret underground ftr tunnels one day oh nope i said too much (laughs) oh can't talk about them (laughs) Yeah, can't, can't talk about any of that. Hey, you know, uh, as a president, I get two secret murders, right? <laughs> per term, you get two secret ones. You got to use yeah. them up before you end your term, but they're gone.
1: Yeah, I got one left. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I'm saving it for a rainy day. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so him working with the president is good. Uh, a lot of people said that Beast Boy's death in return was ultimately a little too easy. And I'm like no it just seemed easy because taylor did a really good job setting it up see, see see no like
1: i think what should have happened is that he should have ret- like he should have returned and it's like oh no his memories aren't all there this is just like beast boy in name only he's just like a husk of who right. he was let's and then they then they they remind remember that like arm that got cut off when he first fought the necrostar that itself mm. could have been a whole arc in titans they go to a different universe to find this arm that's lost and it's like fallen onto a a planet and become like that planet's like like seed of life or something and beast world finds himself and him and raven regain their romance and and bond and that could have been an arc on itself and now it's just finished up in like two pages
0: it it felt like taylor really wanted to have a happy ending he wanted high stakes Mm -hmm. but he also wanted there to be a happy ending Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm which is, though, because it's like, it's a happy ending, but it's not, it's like a happy ending sandwich where it's like, oh no, Waller has actually used it's, this what, situation. It's
1: like, it's like one thing after another at the end of this. It's like, okay, th- that's the ending. But wait, there's more. It's, but wait, it's there's very, more.
0: It, it's totally a Return to the King ending because it's like, oh, yeah. Waller has used this situation to strengthen her political power for the uh, Bureau of Sovereignty and now they own the Hall of Justice, which, hey, good on that because the building was just sitting there. I
1: wonder how they own it because, like, batman owns it
0: you would think yeah but batman lost all his money though
1: that's true but surely but like surely he would still own the building like bruce wayne would still own the building
0: i mean i assume being a rich guy probably all of his leases and everything were owned by uh wayne enterprises (laughs) he
1: just let them lapse yeah
0: (laughs) he let them well i mean we found out in gotham war that he let the mansion lapse because uh alfred takes care of that shit so he doesn't even own the mansion anymore vandal savage owns that (laughs) Goddamn, Bruce, you got to get your money right. You got to get a fucking accountant. (laughs) Again, stop recruiting Robbins off the street. Find some wayward accountant and adopt him and be like, look, you're accountant, man. Your job is just (laughs) to sit here and run my shit. (laughs) so i don't have to and they uh rename it the hall of order which yeah. i just imagine waller and steel and but, all of her people just taking shits in the superheroes toilets that,
1: that that moment i fully expected to turn the next page and be like and here is the dark justice league and it's like right or something n- like yeah that. and it's, it's just like dark avengers
0: <laughs> could still be coming yeah I, could, yeah that's the thing yeah waller has definitely uh taken the norman osborne pill mm-hmm. hasn't she yeah
1: yeah she's I gonna run for to president sh- next <laughs>
0: Oh shit! Yeah. Well, I mean, she basically implies that she's more powerful than the president yeah, 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 now she, that she can just do whatever she wants. Yeah,
1: she owns the president. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, I can do whatever I want. I can make crazy laws, <laughs> and I will make crazy laws. But also, she's not really the one in charge of things because we never really heard back from the light, who are apparently the ones pulling her strings. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah, I completely forgot about that. That just cut. Ca- I get again. This is this this and dr hate i think is that that disconnect between taylor and williamson and what they both haven't have planned basically
0: yes i got the very distinct feeling that williamson had one idea and taylor had another but also that they're still good friends because we'll talk about batman and robin this week mm-hmm. because uh w- williamson actually goes out of his way to uh, honor something that taylor did
1: oh nice
0: which i really respect and it was a small thing and i'm like good on you for doing that
1: yeah oh that's cool
0: but yeah, the big final reveal at the end of it all, and you knew this was coming because they never showed you the end yeah. of Raven and Dark Raven's fight. Oh no, they've switched places.
1: Yeah, Raven is now in the gem and Dark Raven, Dr. Hate is, is Raven on the Titans. I think defeating Dr. Hate it was way too easy. Oh, Flash took her helmet and like threw it in a volcano and it destroyed it. And they also forgot that she had the Nightmare Stone
0: oh fuck that's right it's
1: it's it's in shots it's like on her like like chest there they completely forgot that she had that
0: well the nightmare stone is still not shit even after its (laughs) own event and again i i didn't hate that moment either because i'm like well you know everyone in this story had something to do except for starfire and flash oh hey starfire and flash got a thing to do and and starfire really should be shown to be more powerful because she really is and it's like she never goes whole hog but here she did because she was just so pissed at hate
1: Did you, yeah, I was going to say, did you find it really weird that like this, uh, this event started with, uh, you know, the church and, uh, the guy that was revealed to be Tamaranian and everything. And Mm -hmm. he, he never appeared in this, in this event, uh, outside of the Titans book, uh, uh, at all. Like he he never appeared at all. (laughs)
0: Because I think they like bit that in the butt in like two issues. Yeah, it was really, really shit.
1: They were like setting him up as like the big bad and then he just like disappeared
0: i mean clearly he wasn't the big bad the big problem was circumstance and that's kind of my (laughs) takeaway from beast Real. where it's like yeah there's no main villain here the villain is circumstance where it's Mm. like yeah the the titans made choices that got them in trouble technically they won the battle with the necrostar in issue one and waller just made it worse every step of the way yeah
1: yeah and and deliberately deliberately made it worse to paint them as as villains
0: yeah which, uh, which, again, th- they did kind of make her job really easy, where it's like, hey, one of their uh, members is a demon woman, and look, one of their members is a giant starfish, and that cyborg hacked the military. <laughs> <laughs> where it's like, goddammit, we had reasons.
1: Next she's gonna say, like, oh, Nightwing actually has, like, like butt implants, that's not his real yep. ass.
0: <laughs> oh, that has to be the next arc, please, for the love of god, <laughs> let that be. The next thing, did you know that he has works done? Yeah, he has ass implants. <laughs> Is that an ass you can trust? That's not America's ass. I'll tell you that right now for free. (laughs) Oh, that's the thing. Waller just needs to be like Trump and she's just all over Freedom Social, just tweeting crazy things about superheroes all day, every day. Yeah,
1: like conspiracy theories that muddy the water.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And she's like, that's not a conspiracy theory. That's true. I actually did that. <laughs> I, I sent Peacemaker and made that happen. That's why Peacemaker is so close to her now. She just tries out crazy conspiracies on him. Hey, do you believe that, uh, Peacemaker, that Nightwing has ass implants? Well, I'm here, so it must be true. I'm going to tweet about that <laughs> yeah. right now. Yeah,
1: because Chris is just such like a, a narrow-minded like sheep. Yeah, he's just like, whoa, really? Yeah. Really? <laughs>
0: that's that's why waller loves him so much you know rick flag used to check me on this shit but now you're here (laughs) i like you so much better than rick flag he talked back too much (laughs) but yeah i i enjoyed beast world it was short sweet to the point i know some people Mm. had problems with it uh you included but uh overall i enjoyed this much more than like the last two or three dc events i but,
1: read no yeah no i agree i agree that i liked that it was short and like got to the point the tie-ins you could read them you, they, you didn't really need to read all of them just, you did
0: yeah, i didn't read a single one
1: yeah i just read the metropolis one and i read, i flipped through some of the other ones and i'm like okay none of this is gonna like come back at all it was, it was cool stories but yeah it, i, I kind of like that it was all kind of like separated out
0: yeah yeah, again, here's hoping they keep that energy moving forward for other events, I would say. Yeah. Uh, What else did you want to talk about, Matt?
1: Uh, I had Avengers Twilight issue two.
0: I had Avengers Twilight two, and I actually read it this time.
1: Yeah, it was pretty fucking cool.
0: Pretty fucking dope, isn't it? This is quickly becoming uh, one of my favorite new dystopian futures. Yeah. <laughs> it's so it's it's like so obvious and yet so perfect, a world yeah. that is obsessed with the superficial parts of superheroes because everyone is wearing like superhero stuff on their clothes and everything. And yet they could not be more disconnected from the heroic ideal,
1: yeah, it it it, it kind of mirrors like parts of our society where you've you got all yeah. those people who 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 do that sort of stuff. They wear all this sort of stuff. They collect the funko pops and everything. It's mm-hmm. like,, oh, I don't know anything about these characters. This, it looked cool. It it looked cool. I like it.
0: Yeah, superficiality is running rampant here. Uh, again, this book even like gets into some like really hard cultural criticism. When Captain America and Luke Cage realize, you know, it's going to be harder than ever to wake people up that the world they're living in is a fascist hellscape because they're all very comfortable, and comfortable mm-hmm. people don't fight and don't rock the boat.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Even even when they're actively having their freedoms taken away. And they don't know it. And I'm like, man, that's that's pretty fucking harsh. And then they even go a step further by being like, yeah, here's Kamala Khan, favorite young person hero who is now in middle age with two children and who has also kind of lost the will to fight because she's also comfortable and is also Mm -hmm. afraid of blowing up her life. Steve blows up his life no problem his wife hates him now and says we're basically done You destroyed my whole life by doing the right thing
1: yeah yeah Steve don't Steve don't really care about that and yeah he he tries to do it with Kamala as well but yeah she's not interested she's got kids but then she's also a little bit interested because she's got like the radio that like tunes into what's going on
0: Again, and I like that, putting the heroes in such hard positions, especially a hero like Kamala, who has so frequently represented the reader and young readers to see them at this point of middle age where it's like, it'll happen to you. You'll lose Mm. your fight too at some point.
1: It'll happen. You'll get old and wrinkly. It's going to happen to you.
0: Yeah, you'll have a mortgage and everything else (laughs) and two kids and your perspectives will change and everything. It's very much like, you know, I thought I was with it. Then they changed what it was. Yeah,
1: yeah, I have become the boomer. (laughs)
0: Yeah, b- yeah, basically, Kamala has become the boomer, and that's very <laughs> sad, and also, like, fuck. But also, too, it kind of really helps Steve, where it's like, no, I will always fight the good fight, no matter what age, no matter what time I'm in, because I have always been the man out of time.
1: Yeah, yeah, I've never had a time where I-, I fit.
0: Yeah, and that's kind of a beautiful thing, where the book is like, no, that's Steve's true power. Mm-hmm he's always he's, the man out of time always fighting for the heroic ideals he, he, he's boomer proof yeah he, he is boomer proof oh my god yeah the uh the big reveal too in this issue and when i went from liking it to absolutely loving it is we learned that uh jimmy stark's uh butler uh jarvis's younger brother which i thought nothing of in the first issue I'm like, I, know, yeah, I, I guess jarvis has I'm like, yeah. Jarvis had a younger brother. Whatever, that makes sense. We've never seen him before, but you know, I'm sure it's just a fun new character to to vent here. His guardian, the one who's been pushing him into you know more and more villainous situations, the guys who's been stoking the fires of his fuckboyery.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and and who in this issue has been like literally telling Nameless President that he owns him yeah. and and he runs yep. the company. He runs America because he's like the corporation of America. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. What, what a fun juxtaposition between the two books we read this week, yeah. where it's like, yeah, you're the president, but like our money paid for your super PACs, and your secret <laughs> service and military are armed with Stark weapons. You're the mascot of America. I'm the CEO.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, so good.
0: <laughs> it's, a, it's a really great villainous scene. We learn there's a reason why Edwin Jarvis's brother is so evil and such a piece of shit, and that is because... He doesn't really exist. He's the red skull. Yeah. Alive and well. He he he's uh and and it, oh it makes like everything
1: make so much more sense now.
0: Doesn't it? Yeah. Because again, th- they foreshadowed this so well because uh if you look at New Shield's logo on their arm, you didn't get a good look at it in issue one, you get a really good look at it here in this issue. It's still an eagle, but it's an iron eagle now, mm-hmm. and it's red instead of silver white. Yep, yep. <laughs> friggin friggin red skull cannot help but put his logo on shit yeah
1: and in that first one they they were doing that huge push uh regarding red skull and trying to like turn him into like a hero which makes me think they're gonna eventually like have him come back as red skull so and then people will be like oh yeah he's a hero because we saw this documentary
0: (laughs) the the best part about you know this and this is where zadarsky really kind of shows his hand and says the quiet part loud is i'm like wait so you mean to tell me zadarsky in this dark future where personal liberties are stepped on and fascism is fully embraced by the american people it's because of a cabal of killer cops uncaring ai bro silicon valley types and literal nazis (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all working together in conjunction to ruin the world and destroy the heroic ideals damn man <laughs>
1: <laughs> and the best thing I... is it never comes off as like on the nose either
0: no no it doesn't it's very like look if you know you know <laughs> <laughs> that this is it that they're all working together in conjunction uh oh we also got a new version of the thunderbolts in this book which is a really interesting idea because they're like an arm of the military staffed by supervillains' kids
1: yeah yeah and i i like that they they don't have costumes or anything they're just like a bunch of Mm -hmm. like spoiled kids who just happen to have inherited like skills from their parents and been drafted into the army
0: Yeah, we get Bullseye's daughter, who's every bit as good a shot as her dad is, Mm -hmm. and uh, Cap does his big speech to try and rouse people to his side, and it doesn't seem to work on everybody, yet when she's given the opportunity to shoot him, she doesn't, implying that maybe his message actually did get through to someone, just not the person he expected. Yeah. Which I like a lot, actually.
1: Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool.
0: And again, bringing up this thing where it's like, well, yeah, all I got to do is go on TV, give them a rousing Captain America speech, and surely they'll all be on my side and help me topple this evil regime. Uh, actually, Steve, they hate you more than ever, and they love the regime now because you dared to shatter their illusions and made it seem like you were coming after their creature comfort. So yeah. Yeah,
1: they they just want to be comfortable and you're, you're not making them comfortable.
0: Yeah, they, they don't like that. Again, it's, it's very hard to destroy a dystopia when uh when people are comfortable and yeah. people are doing well though though the implications that people outside america are not doing well at all because no. the avengers are going around committing war crimes yeah they're
1: invading countries uh without anyone knowing because they control the media
0: yeah which is fucking wild to me and i'm like oh man you know there's gonna come an issue where we're gonna get to see what those other avengers are up to and it's probably gonna be really dark and fucked up
1: yeah yeah i i have to also wonder it's like through through the last issue and then this issue um kyle jarvis or red skull he's like really pushing for james to become iron man like he keeps saying oh he's destiny wonder why
0: yes but jimmy doesn't which is actually a, a really interesting like angle on him jimmy when he's talking about the armors he calls the murder machine so he has no love for the armor
1: yeah it's almost like he's he he has Uh, like gain some of his father's like he hates weapons and all that sort of stuff but like well but he's still very much like how old tony was where he's very spoiled and 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 just likes money and whatnot and and he's cushy life
0: it, it begs the question what happened to janet and tony in this timeline did they meet natural ends did red skull push it along did something happen to janet that turned uh what is it jimmy against weapons and against mm. armor so much because at first he just seems like the worst person yeah. and he probably is but this issue gave him a little bit more dimension when it's like yeah he doesn't want to be iron man he doesn't like the armors
1: yeah m- maybe like all this like because he, he like goes into like his disembodied father's head to steal like designs and stuff Mm -hmm. maybe he's like caught like memories of like like tony dying in the armor or something and it like scares the shit out of him
0: yeah quite possibly and i'm like oh are they actually implying that jimmy stark could be saved at some point hmm I don't know but it's very interesting and again they basically call it in this issue yeah Captain America will need to fight an evil Iron Man at some point.
1: Yeah yeah I, it's gonna happen of course it's gonna happen you got to get that image of that Captain America fighting Iron Man.
0: Naturally also the book is called Avengers Twilight but it's really more about Captain America right down to the Red Skull being the villain and that's fine.
1: Yeah I, I, I'm I, cool with Chips that actually just doing a Captain America book
0: yeah you could have called it captain america twilight but i'm sure avengers twilight would have sold better and it's not like there isn't a bunch of other heroes in it. no not at all yeah yeah also begs the question too geez what other heroes are still alive if kamala was uh steve's first uh port of call
1: yeah well i i I kept wondering like well who's kamala's husband because he doesn't seem to be on the scene maybe he died or something maybe yeah
0: what's uh what's miles doing in this that's world? what i Spider-Man. that's what i
1: initially thought it's like is miles her husband it's like yeah, is cause he we dead
0: because <laughs> we know peter's death clearly hit the avengers and steve very hard and everything so that there would be another did, assumedly middle-aged miles d- running around
1: did miles even exist
0: good question because because remember the peter, peter died in, too early
1: yeah i was gonna say the peter on this world didn't he the the avengers didn't know his secret identity they just knew him yeah. as spider-man
0: Oh, and Ultron is still alive too yeah. from H-Day as well. And he's kind of Red Skull's prisoner and he's kind of the one actually running the back end of everything because Jimmy's a little useless. Yep. Which I like a lot. And so that means that to win the day, Steve will need to defeat Red Skull and also finally win the battle of H-Day that has still been going all this time.
1: Yeah, he's he's going to make up for what, what happened in the past. And, and he, he wants to do that as well because they, they also reveal that they know about Tony Stark still being somewhat alive and they've gotta break him out or like go and get him or something.
0: We gotta save his Walt Disney head. We yeah. gotta break into the Disney vault and get him back.
1: Yeah. Peter Parker died in the first issue, Tevya.
0: Yeah, we saw his body and everything.
1: Yeah, he he's he's very much dead.
0: Yes, impaled and everything. It was very sad. Yeah. Uh I had two Batman books to finish us off this week and the first one was the Batman and Robin annual.
1: Oh how was this?
0: This was really solid, actually. It's all about Bruce and Damien going on a camping trip. Oh, nice. Yeah, they, they stopped Double Dare, the two villains from Taylor's Nightwing book, the twins, from stealing stuff. And they're like, oh, we, we weren't, you know, doing a lot of crime. We were just stealing some money so we could go on a road trip. And Bruce is like, oh, I've never taken my son on a road trip. I should probably do that. <laughs> and Damien, of course, hates it every step of the way. It's basically the plot to a goofy movie. <laughs> But with Batman and Damien, and obviously they're not on the road for more than a couple minutes when uh, Damien stumbles upon a mystery, apparently at a uh, high moon campsite, people have been disappearing for months. <laughs> and uh, that's because Roulette, the gambling themed villain, has literally just turned it into the most dangerous game where ultra rich trophy hunters get to pay to hunt man. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, one of those hunters turns out to be uh, Bloodsport. Oh, Nice. In fact, uh, Williamson actually does a really nice thing going out of his way to honor everything that happened in that last Suicide Squad run.
1: Oh, where where, where he was like hopping between Earths. He had like all his like brothers from Mm -hmm. the different multiverses and Mm -hmm, yeah. mm -hmm. Oh, nice.
0: We get a splash page remembering all of that. And he even goes as far as to say where it's like, yeah, he's come back with a bunch of dangerous Earth-3 weapons he wants to try out. He doesn't even want the money. (laughs) Oh, Nice. And I'm like, that's so cool. And then he's also sure to remind us like, oh, yeah, you know, Bloodsport started as a Superman villain. And I'm like, oh, and you're writing a Superman book right now. Is this your back doorway to get Bloodsport back in?
1: <laughs> Is this him also saying Bloodsport should have been uh, Deadshot in that Suicide Squad game. <laughs>
0: Really should have with his ability to teleport guns and everything. Tell me about it. And
1: being a Superman villain, whereas every other villain in that game is a villain of the Justice League. And Superman doesn't really have one.
0: No, he doesn't have a representative, which what a missed opportunity, right? <laughs> Very missed opportunity. But yeah, he's super cool. Batman defeats him in a fun way, too, because they're trapped on a camping trip. So they don't have their costumes and most of their gear. So they have to, like, Rambo it up. <laughs> And Batman, like, covers his face in dirt, and of course it makes a bat symbol, because why wouldn't it? Of course. And Bruce is like, ah, you know, Bloodsport, I've always wanted to fight you. I've had this really interesting theory. If you can summon weapons in from other dimensions, then surely if I fuck with this thing on your wrist, I can send you where the weapons go. And Bloodsport's like, no, that's not how it's supposed to work, and he just teleports into nothingness. Oh, no. so god only knows where blood sport went after that <laughs> <laughs> just the moments of abject terror on his face like no i'm not supposed to use the wrist thing like that <laughs> <laughs> which hey maybe he'll pop up in the superman book somewhere i feel yeah. like that's where it's meant to be that that was yeah. so williamson planting a seed for something like don't worry you'll see him again somewhere else yeah he,
1: he's going to appear in some other work of mine <laughs>
0: Yeah, he's going to be on like a fucking alien planet or he's going to be back in time with Marilyn Moonlight or something. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so it was super cool, super sweet to the point, really solid. And and the big twist at the end is, you know... uh uh, Damian Damien and Bruce have this great moment by the campfire where Bruce is like, well, I want you to do more normal things, son, like camp and go to school. And Damien ki- kind of logics his dad to death where he's like, but dad, we're not normal. We've never been normal. Why are we forcing it doing normal people things at most? I just want to like talk to you and hang out and do cool shit. And Bruce at the end reveals, yeah, I knew roulette was killing people out here in the woods. That's why I brought us. <laughs> this i knew you would like beating up some d-list villains there damien this was my way to get close to you and everything <laughs> got you you got bat dad <laughs> i parented the shit about you and you didn't even notice i was parenting the shit out of you <laughs> i i love that that batman's relationship with his son is so fucked up he has to like zen riddle his way <laughs> into, parenting. Yeah, in, in, into
1: actually doing something that like a normal parent would do
0: yeah again i can't tell you we're doing this i need to make it some big multi-layered game <laughs> but yes uh batman robin uh annual very fun again continuing to build some really great themes and ideas that williamson has been playing around within that series De- definitely worth your time
1: oh that's awesome
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, uh, uh i had anything I, else i i had uh, two more two more i had uh, world's finest annual uh 2024 oh. annual
0: oh yes this was a big issue i understand
1: uh yeah it's uh not actually even about batman and superman it's no about allah here it's about the world's finest um oh uh it, it's it's four stories uh from a bunch of really cool fucking writers uh, and the first one is about uh, mr Mixel Spitlick, and hey. and and the just us league uh which is, <laughs> which is the fifth dimensional inversions of the justice league um, but of course and they 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 all gather at the, the their hall of justice and um mixy has gathered them because he wants to tell them about something but before they get before they do that they have to go through the usual like oh we have to fight each other because heroes sometimes do that and they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're always funny the 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 green lantern and um green the green lantern in, in this one is like green lantern and green arrow mixed together because he wears like the little hat but like a green lantern costume it's, oh, it's fun and him and flash fight about whose tv series went longer and was better and and they're all fighting and everything and eventually the, they stop and we find out that something is coming for the imps and they don't know what it is and then they're all attacked by the imp versions of the legion of doom and mm. they, they're all taken out and Mixel spit like right i'm out of here and just leaves the team to die <laughs> at the hands of some unknown villain which will be the next story in wade's uh world's finest book he's writing it with uh colin bun
0: oh that's a cool way to set up oh really Bunn's back and writing i think shit i gotta catch yeah. up on this <laughs>
1: yeah yeah he's back and writing and um yeah th- th- there was like a quick sort of prologue to what he's doing in issue 25 and yeah it's pretty cool pretty cool uh the next story is a metamorphose story that picks up uh literally seconds after his appearance in world's finest a couple of issues ago dennis culver yeah, writes about it about that and De- dennis culver writes it and it's it's just a fun indiana jones adventure with metamorpho he's going to like a, an, an island to find the hammer of vulcan for simon Stag, mm. uh who wants it so he can like sell it and like make a shitload of money but rex doesn't really like that because he's you know indiana jones and he learned we we learned a little bit about his dad montana mason who was like <laughs> Hen- henry jones senior and um cool name and we find out his dad went missing and they don't know where and we learn exactly where he's he's guarding the hammer he, he's he's been down uh guarding the hammer for decades against people who might want to take it and he ends up fighting with his son because he sees his son as like a lackey now just for, for for simon stagg and he's like debasing himself just so he can be with sapphire stagg his 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 wife girlfriend whatever they right. w- want to call it
0: long time love interest
1: yeah so the, the, he ends up convincing rex that like the hammer is worth is uh like his life is worth more than the hammer sort of thing and he leaves without the hammer and simon gets mad and that's the end of the story
0: always nice when metamorpho gets some love I know. Especially as it looks like we'll be seeing how, him on the big screen I, soon
1: i said in my review how has he not got like a book he's indiana jones with superpowers
0: right that should be such an easy yeah. pitch
1: i know right like how how is has that not done anything that, that would have been so fucking cool maybe yeah maybe with he, the movie like he'll get like a little bit of a push
0: a mini i don't de- it's because he looks weird i'm sure yeah. a lot of people look at him and like he looks weird i'm like yeah that's why he's cool because he looks. the thing looks weird too yeah.
1: yeah yeah and everyone loves the thing yeah yeah uh, the, the
0: thing th- has a weird name too
1: <laughs> yeah he's just called the thing
0: could uh, be anything
1: Next story is by Stephanie Williams, and it's about uh, Bumblebee, the Teen Titans character, and it's before she actually becomes Bumblebee, and it's a really quick story about her. Uh, A friend of hers comes uh, to her for help because their disabled daughter's prosthetic leg, like, almost like dangerously hurt her because it's like made from like shoddy materials and she ends up just going and investigating the company which is tied to stag industries funnily enough but
0: of course
1: and um she learns that like yeah they make like shoddy products because it's like cheaper for them but then they're also like implanting these shoddy products with like listening devices so that they can just listen to their customers and you know gain intel on them for marketing and other nefarious purposes
0: god damn (laughs) amazon
1: it's pretty much she breaks into like an amazon warehouse sort of place yeah it's great
0: (laughs) damn you not jeff bezos
1: and yeah she gets she gets the uh uh information she needs and leaks it to like a friend who works for like a paper in uh midway city and and they expose the company well, that's good. Yeah. And the, the last story is written by Christopher Cantwell, and it's about the challenges of the unknown
0: yes you tweeted about this that you loved this and this must be good if someone did something with the challengers that was so good
1: (laughs) yeah it's 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 not the easiest story to follow because you need to know who the challengers are and not many people know who they are Uh, they're they're literally fantastic four characters basically
0: more or less
1: Uh, um and they they're a task they have been sent by batman to this facility where a super collider has gone rogue and is like ripping like their reality apart and merging it with another and they have to like be a tuesday they have to yeah yeah they have to put it they, the, the whole thing running thing was like oh we're meant to be on vacation we were <laughs> meant to be on vacation and it's nice because that actually ties into their origin when they they're playing crash and challenger mountain they were meant to be on vacation
0: mm-hmm. um
1: they they end up getting in and trying to close it and june uh the kind of newest member of the team ends up sacrificing herself to um close it and they end up closing it and they go through like a couple of months maybe up to about a year of having of june having sacrificed herself and them feeling like lost without her but then she just turns back up at challenger mountain and it turns out that the the super collider dropped her on the mountain where they are plane crashed their origin basically and it gave her perspective on why they do what they do to help oh. save people and save people from the edge of reality basically and and it's given them uh an idea of why they do what they do and why they can't go on vacation more or less
0: that uh, that sounds like some hard science fiction it is it's it for the challengers it is
1: and i i want christopher Cantwell to write a challengers miniseries it'd be so fucking yeah. cool
0: if anyone could he's proven that he really uh thrives when given Mm. like kind of you know weird off-the-cuff hero books that are kind of like outside the triple a right uh hey speaking of science fiction uh if that was hard science fiction oh boy did the last book i read this week you know just personify pulp science fiction Mm. in some of its best and that was batman off world Three.
1: Ooh, i haven't read this one yet
0: It's good. I will be brief with it then. Basically, Batman is continuing his quest to punch every alien in the universe. (laughs) And uh, he went to one alien planet and he punched the local wildlife so hard that uh, one of the local uh, wolves has decided to start following him around now as his pet. And maybe first Robin. I don't know. It's Batman and Space Wolf now. Nice. And uh, that nice Tamaranian woman, Ione, is like, okay, so you escaped the war storm. Now you're going to go back to Earth. You're ready to leave. And he's like, no, I have to go back and punch Captain Sin. I didn't finish that. And she's like, you're the stupidest fucking man ever. If you're going to go back and do this, we just escaped the worst prison in the world. And you want to (laughs) leave? It also, it's good character work for her, because if you remember, she brought her boyfriend back there when he escaped, and he was murdered, and she feels bad about it, and she's kind of catching feelings for Batman, but he's <laughs> totally in his 100% asexual fight mode, where it's like, no, I can't, I can't bed you, alien pirate woman. I need to put all this alien technology I don't understand into building a brand new bat suit, <laughs> <coughs> which he does. And he's like, yeah, I bet this does look pretty stupid to the outsider looking in that I, a pampered rich boy from Earth, is now sneaking into a spaceship the size of a city uh, staffed by a bunch of kidnapped individuals from all over the universe, bred only to fight into war. But you know what? I'm kind of fucking crazy like that because I'm Bruce Wayne and every day I wake up and choose violence and I'm <laughs> choosing it today. And then he punches the fuck out of Captain Sid, and he's like, "Okay, so this is what I've trained for for months. You know, where are your organs? Where are your nerve clusters? Where it's all punch, punch, punch." <laughs> and Batman's like, "Oh, that felt great punching that guy. Oh shit, I've been really self-serving this whole time, haven't I? I guess I can't go home until I deal with this Black uh, Sun mining company because they've been the real villains this whole time, and I've been too stupid to see it."
1: Yeah, he got, he got butt hurt that like Sin beat him in Gotham and basically uh, yes. and he, i love it when batman does that he's done that a couple of times throughout the years
0: yeah you you've heard of post nut clarity well this was post punch clarity for batman where he's like oh i've been acting like a real dick huh? just hyper focusing on this one guy who hurt my ego <laughs> yeah i'm pretty sure this mining company's been like kidnapping children and the war stormers were meant to go and work for them so i've kind of been avoiding the systemic cause of all of this from the very beginning <laughs> And, uh, and we meet the two dudes who run the Black Sun Mining Company, and there are these weird, creepy, albino alien twins who, like, crush people's heads with their bare hands. Oh, God. So Batman's like, oh, i got to get really good at punching these guys. <laughs> oh, as hard as I've punched, i got to punch even harder. <laughs> so that's where we're at with that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice.
0: <laughs> and again, it's just Jason Aaron having a beautiful time, really embracing, like, really old-timey pulp sci-fi this is like flash gordon by way of batman this is like john carter of mars by way of batman and i didn't get it until this issue i was gonna say
1: i kind of started getting those vibes in the second issue and like the first issue really set that up where he gets like catapulted into this unknown place but yeah Mm. it sounds like it keeps just going straight into that
0: there's an image in this book where he, like his suit is torn and he's got the space wolf at his side and he's walking across this desert alien planet with this beautiful pirate woman next to him like this. This, this is just space, Conan. This is just yeah. space. Robert Howard is all this is. and I'm like, I get it now. Batman is Conan and punching is what is best in life. <laughs> is what it is and i'm like okay i'm so down jason aaron you basically wrote a conan book with batman
1: <laughs> nice nice he between that and like his superman book he's doing really well
0: he is again man he's only been at dc for a short amount of time but so far he's basically like two for two yeah yeah fucking killing it all right did you have uh one last one there matt and then we can talk about what's coming out this week uh
1: yeah last book i had was star wars issue 42
0: oh yeah what's happening in the galaxy far uh, far away it's been a minute for me
1: yeah this is uh in the wake of dark droids dark droids got dealt with uh and now luke is going to try and fix his lightsaber because it got destroyed uh just before uh dark droids and there, were, there, there was like a, a brief fix for it but now he wants to like properly make his green lightsaber and to do so he's got to bleed a crystal or like unbleed a crystal because he got given a uh, a sith uh lightsaber crystal uh before the event and he wants oh. to like figure out what it is because he got a glimpse of inside of it and there's like a sith inside of it um oh
0: shit for real so he
1: goes and meets uh this fallen arcy woman named Greta who gave him the crystal uh on christophsis and wants her to help use her like traditions her family traditions to help him get back into the crystal so he can see what's inside of it and he ends up going into the crystal and meeting this sith guy he's like a king in this crystal he sits on like a throne (laughs) and he's got like all these like all the sith around him and uh luke tries to fight him but then realizes oh i'm actually surrounded by sith this is like a one against a hundred situation so he ends up getting captured and thrown into like this castle dungeon where there's like a bunch of other people who i assume also tried to bleed the crystal or like get into it (laughs) It fucked it up yeah and and this guy we don't actually know who this sith is he's just like some random guy and he he plans on turning luke into his jedi jester uh which (laughs) which he had but he had like a a jester before who was a jedi and like he didn't really like him and the guy committed suicide by throwing himself off the castle wall and and he needs like someone new and luke's gonna fill that void so luke's stuck in here and meanwhile out in the real world greta and her uh i think it's grandmother like trying to figure out like okay he's been in there for quite a while well like Did- what do we do it's like oh we can't really do anything luke has to come out himself <laughs>
0: D- d- damn it luke you're taking up the damn crystal either shit or get off the pot yeah. other people need to use the sith crystal yeah. they,
1: they assume because he's in there he's like oh he must be doing like really well like he, <laughs> he, he, he must be like like really finding himself in that crystal and it's like it just cuts to luke getting the shit beaten out of him by a bunch of guards in a prison cell <laughs> <laughs> and yeah that, that, that's where the book ends off and and yeah it's, it's quite interesting that we're actually going inside a crystal we've never done that before
0: no yeah that's very interesting Again, yeah i like these uh star wars books continuing all this time later to throw some curveballs and,
1: and we've never done like the reverse bleeding of a crystal where it's usually always the sith who bleed a like a crystal to turn it red we've never had it the other way where a red crystal is being yeah. unbled into like a, a, a normal lightsaber crystal
0: i didn't even know you could do that that's a yeah. good piece of lore yeah nice right on good shit uh we want to talk about what's coming out this week because it's yeah. uh look, looks looks like we're back to it looks like we're back to another big week we're
1: back to it yes
0: we're back to it everyone again uh i guess the biggest marquee book coming out this week and the one that the chat was even asking about was batman 142 the kickoff to the three-part joker year one Ugh, i've
1: got to read them that last two issues i i've i know about them i know what happens in them but yeah, yeah.
0: they're good again a lot of people asking in the chat how do we feel about it i know they were pushing this one quite hard because every book we had this week had the preview i don't read those previews when they come out like if i want to read the book i'm going to read it as part of the whole thing i don't want to get just a little taste of it let me sit down and read the whole book
1: a little out of context taste yes
0: (laughs) yeah i know a lot of people are up in arms about you know like a joker origin story because it's like oh that defeats the whole purpose if you give the origin if there was a writer i would trust to do it it's zadarsky especially because we already saw what his version of batman year one was in the night it didn't touch the joker at all and i'll actually be really interested to see what his take is on the joker
1: and his run on batman uh outside of gotham war has been just fantastic
0: yes and uh the all the books have forgotten gotham war uh, across the board which yeah is
1: good. of course of course they have
0: yeah everyone's just like that didn't happen what are you talking about we we were we all had a fever dream that yeah. didn't happen <laughs> mutually shared madness uh we got that we got x-men 31 which is not fall of or rise of but just another issue in the main book it looks to be the whole team fighting nimrod because again it's just like hey we we got to wrap this up there's a lot of stories here we got to wrap up before this Krakoan era is all done <laughs> i i really thought all the other x-men books would stop for fall and rise and that's, that's, what get. that's what i thought
1: that's what i thought we're just gonna get fall and rise and then maybe like the odd book that is like supplemental
0: yeah help dead x-men came out this week and yeah. i didn't even read that one because i'm just like no i'm just gonna read fall and uh, rise
1: that's exactly what i'm doing i'm not paying attention to any of the other books
0: <laughs> i mean look i'm sure they're using this time to answer hanging questions and everything but like you know hey I'm i'm enjoying it yeah uh what else we got going on we got avengers 10 shazam 8 birds of prey 6 which i am two issues behind on that and desperately would like to catch up (laughs) ultimate black panther number one is the other big new number one dropping this week yeah and i think we both want to check that one out yeah
1: uh, everyone seems to love this old new ultimate universe
0: yeah and again spider-man did great here's hoping this one does great too uh we got captain america number six we got daredevil gang war three as gang war continues i think it's done (laughs) We get the penultimate issue next week, I think. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Fire and Ice, welcome to Smallville 6. Thanos number 3. I did not like issue number 2, but I am interested enough in this series to keep up with it. And again, it's. Uh, what is this? Cantwell writing that one?
1: I believe, believe- so, yes
0: yes it's Cantwell writing that one it looks like this is where like the book is getting into what it's actually supposed to be about and that is Thanos and this lady who has found out that she's like the reincarnation of mistress death Death, taking a yeah taking a weirdo Bonnie and Clyde style road trip because Thanos (laughs) is driving a car which is just a hilarious image yeah uh here's a book coming out this week that I'm sure will confuse people Red Hood the Hill number zero have you heard about this Matt I haven't no so Red Hood the Hill is going to be the new ongoing Red Hood series that we're finally getting, uh, which, you know, about time, especially after Gotham War, where he got fucked over pretty seriously. <laughs> I think he needs a new book. It's going to be written by Sean Martinborough who people might not even remember this he wrote red hood 51 and 52 which was the first time that a new person had written the main red hood book since labdell got ousted for being a sex pervert and a creep and a piece of shit and everything he got two issues (laughs) before the book was canceled and he had this whole big pitch where it's like yeah i'm moving red hood to this place called the hill which is this historically black neighborhood in gotham which is currently being gentrified now uh todd lived there at some point in his life with his family so he had friends there and everything and it was a really great setup that never got to go anywhere because they canceled the book and then he never got a new one and then they had made that made him like the star of that zombie book in z oh, so now yeah. it basically so now it basically looks like all these years later dc's like uh can we have a mulligan on that can, can you just come back and keep writing like that never stop cool cool
1: no th- that actually sounds like a really good uh like story for red hood like finally something is. different
0: Yes, it is. Those first two issues were really good. And Red Hood, the Hill Zero is just those two issues. Nice. Is just those two issues put together. So check it out if you like it. Apparently, the new series is just going to be picking up where this left off like nothing happened. And I'm like, good, more series should think about doing this. Hey, hey, we totally uh, bet the wrong horse there. Let's let's just go back and pretend that didn't happen.
1: Nice. Nice. I, I actually might pick that up
0: again it looks cool and i'm also going to be really interested too to be like okay martin burrow what do, what do you have to say with red hood right now after everything that happened to him in gotham war and all these other books how how are you going to square these circles my man yeah, yeah. <laughs> can't can't wait to see how uh he figures that one out but yeah that's that's all the books that are coming out this week again pretty sizable week but uh looks like we don't have a bunch of events breathing down our neck just yet thank god i know right we we, we deserve it we deserve a break yeah so uh i guess i'll start winding down the show then thank you everyone for watching and listening we hope you appreciate it uh thank you everyone who's listening to the show over on spotify now took me years but i finally started putting it up there uh thank you for everyone who commented and uh complimented how good the audio has gotten we're doing something different now that we probably should have been doing from the beginning <laughs> my fault not matt's 100 i just want to say <laughs> But uh, yeah, hopefully the show sounds a lot better now. Hopefully appreciate it. As always, if you're a patron, but you can become one for as little as a dollar a month, you'll get this uh, video back early before anyone else. And we try and do it in audio and visual format as soon as possible. If not, the easiest way to watch us is the way you're watching us right now, live Saturday nights on Matt's YouTube channel and on Twitch.
1: Yeah, we're, we're, we're live almost every weekend unless there's like some big problem, which yeah. happened a couple of times, but I think we've done pretty well. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think we've done pretty good, all things considered, for, you know, over 300 episodes. Yeah, yeah. I, I I am planning to go away sometime around the 14th. I don't know if that's near a Saturday or not, so we might lose a show uh, in the next two weeks or so. But uh, keep posted for that, everyone. So thank you, as always, for coming and hanging out. Thank you for everyone who donated and super chatted. It really means a lot to us. And uh, Matt and I will be back again next week, and we will do all of this all over again.
1: Yeah, catch you guys later.
0: Catch you later, everyone. Bye bye. Comic multiverse out.